With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. And we are back, Pittsburgh Steelers fans. While we were making a little bit of switch on the other screen, this is Behind the Steel Curtain co-editor Dave Schofield coming at you again on a Tuesday night. This time I am with my big bro. Hey, Rich, how you doing? Oh, I am doing quite all right. It's been a whirlwind of a day. So. I yeah, was so- very, th- I was very, very thankful Kyle could fill in for me. I walked in the door to the house right when you're texting and everything's all but ready to go, and I was glad I'd already set him up to take care of the first half. Because, well, and it's funny, even though you could have technically just ran in the door and tried to run do the show, uh, it was kind of looking forward to talking my to Kyle. Jer- I got to put on my pouncy jersey and. <laughs> And my Steeler hat, and I'm sorry I hadn't eaten anything since like 11.30 this morning, so I had to get a snack. Even- oh, and most importantly, mm-hmm. I had to pee. Oh, so. <laughs> Thanks for telling everyone. The live and chat really appreciates that. Everybody, but, I'm sure, really knows hey, that that matters. Yeah, hey, I will tell you this. If you would have walked in the door and had all that stuff ready to go at 9 o'clock, I kind of had in my mind I was going to get to talk to Kyle for a while. So you were going to get pushed out for a little bit anyway. But we're going to start the second half here with a super chat. To, yep. Because I, I wanted to – I talked to this a little bit with Kyle, so I wanted to wait to ask this one to you. This is from Sean Manahan. Um, $5 in the tip jar. Thank you, Sean. And he said, um, do Brosco think releasing Nelson was the right move? No trades and losing a fifth starter. Ouch. What do you think? The whole thing with Steven Nelson. I'm sad. Yeah. Because you and I for a couple of weeks have sat here and sang, you know, sung the praise of Steven Nelson and he needed mm-hmm. to stay. However, in my mind, what's ended up happening is he wanted to stay on very different terms than what the Steelers were comfortable with. Yeah. So at which point then, okay, he, he that he has to go then, and we'll figure out something else. Really, really, really. <laughs> what, what that comment? Um, yes. from our sister. From Kyle our sister, Kyle's look. cuter to look oh. at. So, well, you know, hey, he's got a few, he's got a few years on me. Yeah. So, so to to come back to Stephen Nelson, there's so much that speculation. I know what I if I were to guess what would happen, but. I don't have inside knowledge. I tried to gain a little bit. I'd had some conversations on Twitter with with uh, in, in direct messages with Stephen Nelson earlier this offseason. Mm-hmm. Um, he actually commented about uh, Jeffrey's mind vertex about him. So I would I tried to reach out, but this was a really tough thing to to talk about. So I don't have inside knowledge. I'm just merely speculating. But if I were to guess, my guess was I I think. They the Steelers might have wanted to do an extension, or who knows? Maybe they maybe they didn't want the extension. Maybe all they wanted was a lower was a lower contract for this year, and Nelson didn't like that. I would assume they would want to extend him because they'd want to keep him longer. But maybe right. that didn't happen. But if I were to guess, I would say the Steelers wanted to extend Nelson at a certain amount per year, 
And Nelson thought that's nowhere close to what I'm worth. And they weren't on the same page with his worth. And therefore, that's kind of a tough thing to, to, to handle when you're like, um, you know, Nelson probably thinks he's, you know, a top five, top 10 corner. The Steelers look at him as they're, his, they're the number, he's the number two corner on the team. That's the difference. Um, yep. Like I say, this is all me speculating. But if that were to be the that's case, all, I that's could all see, anybody can do except yep, for the Steelers at this yep. point. That's where I could see why this started to fall apart. Now, some people said, you know, it was reported that Nelson requested to be able to seek a trade. Um, then some people were saying the Steelers just told him he could seek a trade. Um, I don't know if it was I, – I was operating under the assumption that he asked for it, but that may not have been the case. Um, bottom line is when it came down to it, the Steelers couldn't go into this year with they – ha- they had to do something else to clear cap between now and September. And if you have no idea what you're going to do, you don't want to have to release a guy in July because you because of the salary cap situation. Um, you're better off knowing what you're doing now when it comes to working things out, even if it takes time. If right. it seemed like they were that far apart between the Steelers and Nelson, then he was going to be the I mean, he's going to be the guy to go. Because um, the guys that they could possibly extend are guys Joe Hayden, David DeCastro, Eric Ebron, and Steven Nelson. So I think because of their tight end situation, they probably, you know, had Ebron higher on the list. It, I think it had everything to do with it being a a really big salary cap hit and b two corners. Do you think it had anything to do that it was that it was both corners? Um, yeah, potentially played into it as well. I wouldn't be surprised if they actually went to Nelson, looked to do it, wanted saying, Hey, we need to lower some salary cap hits. The easiest way to do that is on an extension. We'd like to extend you. He didn't like the numbers, but it's the numbers we would have had to do to be able to reduce his cap hit for this year. Yeah. To which then he, you know, then he gets down to, well, you know, Probably, you know, it could even got to the point where he's like, well, if you all think I'm worth this much later on, why am I not worth this much right now? Yeah. You know, totally not yeah. understood, totally not buying into all the cap implications that go on to it. At which point in time he's like, then I want out. And which point the Steelers are like, well, gee whiz, if you don't even want to play for us on what you're scheduled to earn this year, then okay, you're out. Well, I mean, bottom line is, you never know exactly how it's going with every player. Like for for example, this this is completely made up. Okay, completely made up. Just make sure you're going there. But let's say it was someone like Joe Hayden. They're like, "Hey Joe, can we extend you? Can we get this number down?" Now we can't, and they can't come to consensus on what to do. The Steelers were probably more likely to say, "You know what, Joe? Then we want you for just what you're at this year, and then then that then we'll." then that's going to be it. With Nelson, I don't think that they felt like they could say that to both corners. And right. if it's like, oh, we can't do an extension, the Steelers' were bottom line is, is they couldn't they, they couldn't have that over $14 million cap hits. So rather than be able to reduce that $8.25 million, they were just going to get it all back, but with no Steven Nelson. And it, I, I think it stinks. I thought he was a great free agent signing for them. Um, the numbers weren't as good last year, but he was doing different things. Um, and it could, I mean, you could say if the Steelers felt that they 
weren't getting that, that maybe they know their cost of replacement. And that's why they're saying that the $8.25 million was not worth it. Especially yeah. if, you know, if they feel really strongly about James Pierre or Justin mm -hmm. Lane, if I was yep. picking one of those two right now, I'm picking Pierre based on how they finished up the season. Yeah. And Jeffrey Benedict says that Justin Lane was a, was the, his style of being a corner fit when Sean Davis was, was the safety. And when the Steelers traded for Minka Fitzpatrick, his style of playing corner doesn't fit, but James Pierre's style does. That's what yeah. Jeffrey says. So I could I could see that I, as well. I can see yeah. where you could where especially the amount of film I know Jeffrey breaks down. I, I could see where that would be the case. Yeah. So that's what the Steelers have. It 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 went from, I mean maybe it got to a point where the Steelers feel like we have guys that are so good that aren't even getting on the field, you know, but at the same time, they lost, they lost two of their, of their top three corners. If you really look at it, although I think they made the choice with Sutton over Hilton, but I'm just saying from a playing time standpoint of who the next yeah. one was on the field, Hilton was the next guy on before Sutton. So right. now how exactly they're going to do it. It'll be interesting to see. So um, I'm trusting this might not be that the Steelers feel like they had a better option. It might have felt like they had no other option, if you know what yeah. I mean. They were yes. kind of forced to do it. So we don't really know. It's a lot of speculation, but um, those are the possibilities. Um, you know, anything you, else you want to say it, about that before it, we roll on? Yeah. It, yeah, things can also play out that you have an inkling of, of being able to approach a player and do something a certain way, and you and you think it, you know, they had an idea that we're going to be able to do and talk about this, and when it actually came down to it, the talk couldn't, it didn't go the way they mm -hmm. thought it was supposed to go. Yeah, from the Steelers' standpoint, For, you know, they're like, "Whoa, we weren't expecting that reaction based on." conversations we'd had with he or his agent or whoever before now suddenly apparently their position changed yeah so the yep. sides may have come to the table not on the same terms they thought they were coming to the table it, on exactly they were just they i think that's a really good point um one thing i do want to say one real quick is an article that i had on the website this afternoon and that was for those that are still pushing this narrative. No, 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 no. The Steelers did not choose Juju Smith-Schuster over Steven Nelson. They are two unrelated things, even though yep. the news broke of Nelson being allowed to, to, to seek a trade and then the Juju re-signing right around the same time, even though the numbers looked the same because Juju signed, signed one year, 8 million, Nelson would save him 8.25. That's well, and that doesn't include displacement, just so we know that. Um, that's not how it worked out because of the void years they used for Juju. It, it That cap number was nowhere close. Yeah, And the Steelers still had Nelson on the roster for how many days even after they signed Juju. Right. And what I ultimately brought up in the article was take one, change what happened with one of them and does the other still occur? Meaning, if... If they would have worked out an extension with Nelson, would the Steelers have still signed Juju? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, I think so. They would have. Man, 
if Juju would not have signed with the Steelers, he would have gone to one of those other offers. Would the steel does that mean the Steelers wouldn't have tried to change Nelson's contract for this coming year? No, they were still going to try. Yeah, they, they were, were still, still going to try to do that. Right. That's why the two things it wasn't. An, that's why it's not an either or. Because if you would have changed the outcome of one, it wouldn't have changed the outcome of the other. Correct. They still would have done that, and that's and that that was my point. So yep. uh, we got another super chat here coming. Yeah. Um, before we get into stuff, uh, Sean Langford puts five dollars in the tip jar. Thank you very much, Sean. And said, "What would you feel your worth is when you played better than the defensive player of the year and Stephon Gilmore?" I brought that up. That his numbers, with the exception of the interceptions, were on par with Gilmore's in 2019. Now the numbers. Now, if you want to say, and, and I thought so Gilmore was, all, was okay, not. Go ahead. Gilmore was not deserving of DPOY no, no, that year. TJ Watt. He was by far so much more deserving of that than Stefan Gilmore. Okay, but you do have to take that into consideration. Yeah. So you take you take consideration in, into the numbers. But here's the here's the thing. You can't have it both ways. This is what I'm going to say when it comes to, to, to Nelson. You can't have it both ways. You can't say that the numbers were so great in 2019, he was on par with Stefan Gilmore, and then say that the numbers in 2020 didn't matter. Right. It, yeah. It's it's either he had really good numbers, but it just didn't equate to the same to the same thing because of what he was doing. You know, and that's why the numbers, even though they weren't as good in 2020, um, it did, you know, it had a lot to do with what the Steelers were asking him to do. You can't have it both ways. You can't say one year it is about the numbers and the other year that no, it really, well, you know, and have an excuse for the numbers, if you know what I mean. So it's either got to be the same. It's got to, got to be the same for both. It's either both or neither. So I've been talking a lot about. I want to bring up a comment and make it. Okay. Thaddeus still says they're connected, the the Nelson and Juju stuff. Thaddeus, I love you, man, but... But you're wrong. (laughs) Yeah, it's... Look, I I don't want to say... Thaddeus, it's not that they're totally disconnected. Because every signing and every release is all mildly connected. But it wasn't a one-for-one. It It wasn't a one-for-one. Correct. And I think Dave made the right point that, that... Changing one does not necessarily mean it would have changed the other. That's how you say you can't say that they're connected. Yeah. Yes. Maybe the word, maybe a word that, and that is, you can holler back out there if you think, maybe the word I would say is not, not connected, but maybe there was some influence. There was some, maybe, maybe. Maybe. Because dollars in and dollars out, regardless of name, is going to be there. I mean, Correct. they're going to be connected, but they weren't equivalent. They yes. weren't equivalent. They were. Correct. It wasn't a one to one connection. Right. So that's that's the thing. Because, like I even brought up, I mean, you realize that Zach Banner is counting more on this year's salary cap than Juju Smith-Schuster. Yes, I, I, that's crazy. I noticed that. Yeah, it, it, yeah. yeah. I mean, I've been doing the salary cap articles, which I have to do another one for tomorrow because of Stephen Nelson. Um, to, to update those numbers, but it never really dawned on me that, yeah, the way they, they did that. So we, I do need to get to ask you the main question of the show, but I, we got another super chat. So we're going to go with it. With it. Five dollars in the tip jar says all things being equal grades being the same. What position would you pick with 24? You can go ahead and answer. Cause I'm going to give a Dave answer. Um, but I love the way he phrased it. All yes. things being equal, equal yeah. grades. What position would I rather go for? 
I'm torn. Yeah. Go ahead and say it. I don't think it'll be all things being equal, but you're saying, hey, you're going to have an equal grade on every player at every position, so you could pick whichever position you want and get a great player. What position are you taking? That's no, not necessarily said. any position, but yeah. he's thinking if things come down to yeah. a few positions that you got guys graded equally, I might have leaned to a wonderful ILB to put in there next to, to, yeah. to Devin Bush. But believe it or not, Chizap for the win today might have me convinced. Oh, he had a good article today about running back, didn't he? That if you could get ATN or or Najee Harris, why would you not? And I'm starting to uh, he he's like I don't want to say that I'm so completely on it, but he opened that window back up for me with his article. So if yeah. you've not gone on the website and read the article from from KT Smith, yeah, what I will always forever call Chizap. Go read it because it was a good article, and he had some yeah. nice film in there breaking down these two running backs and saying, "You think about Matt Canada mm-hmm. and Matt Canada's offense, and here's what these guys could bring." And and it's like, hmm, yeah. My my thing is, I'm not for a first round running back just because of the longevity. For right. that, for that, regardless of player, I'm saying all things considered, me being who I am, I would go offensive line because uh, they need help there. You can talk about being a player that's really locked in longer term, and yeah. it's me. But really, my 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 Dave answer to that question is we still can't answer that because I'm going to lead right into what we yeah. ask Kyle. Because what it really comes down to is the Steelers need to make some other moves before the draft. Yes. So what can we expect? Because they're not going to leave. I've talked about it in the past. You and I have mentioned about it. The Steelers like to draft for a big need, not this year, but the following year. Right. They, they like to set up their team. And like I said, just because you have a player that then can get earn his way to be better than your other options, the Steelers aren't don't like to go into the draft with, oh, my goodness, we have no option at – I'll just make it up – center – you know, we have to draft one. That's not the way they like to do stuff. They like to have options, and then they like to use the draft to improve those options, if you know what I mean, and yes. look for things that are really going to be a big deal to fall on year. Like, come on, they weren't – if they lost Juju, they had Chase Claypool. If they lost Bud, they had Alex Highsmith. Things like that. Um, yep. so, so what kind of moves are you looking for? Kyle gave us some. What kind of okay. moves do you so- think they're going to do? Good because I didn't, I didn't, I wasn't able to hear what he said, so I don't know what he said. Mm-hmm. Um, here's what I'm thinking, which of course, first I'll give my Dave answer and then I'll get more yeah. specific. Okay. Mm-hmm. My, my first Dave answer, which is the been my Dave answer on some things from, from before, it's like, well, wouldn't it be nice if it like we've got three or four positions and, and we can wait for one of those guys that fall and you're just like, oh my gosh, this stud guy at this position fell and we're just going to take him? Because you don't have to go somewhere else. I, yeah. Correct. Yeah. So, you know, it, it is, you know, if you got the stud ILB that you could then grab <laughs> the pencil index, uh, yeah. yes, <laughs> back to Denver, or if you, or if you've got, okay, yeah, I'm getting into my specifics now. Yeah. You know, thinking for next year. Yeah. If a great corner is sitting there, 
yeah. that you can't pass on. I think that's where I'm going because you're yeah. done because Joe Hayden's contract's up. Which could change between now and then, but as of right now, yeah. Correct. It could change between mm-hmm. now and then. But you know, that's a position you could look at. Um I, I'm not sold at looking at quarterback at that spot, but <laughs> unless someone if you, falls if you stumble all the way in, down there, if you, you know? stumble into another situation where somebody falls way further than you thought yeah. and you end up with another Benjamin Todd Roethlisberger situation, then why you would did. you not? Then yeah, you know that's why the Steelers need to poise themselves that they don't have to say you know everyone's like well the steel they're they're really recruiting or you know going into the pro days really looking at these running backs it looks like they're really going to be heavy a going running back that's that's not what the Steelers seem to do but like I said to Kyle if if they pick up a free agent running back I don't see the need to draft one so Correct. I don't know that the Steelers are going to add I mean if they're going to do that, but I don't think they're going to set themselves up to have to take a position at a certain point in the, you know, in the first round of the draft, because you'd much be able to take a, uh, you know, be available for, I mean, I'm sorry if, if one of those running backs is there and they want to take them, take them. But for I'll give you a prime example. I, I was running a mock draft. I stopped because it messed up my whole draft because I didn't know what to do. And in this one mock draft, no joke. The number seven overall player was available at 24. It was tight end Kyle Pitts. Oh, my goodness. I'm like, you're going to take that pick if it's sitting there. Correct. You know, someone that's that good that for some reason you didn't expect to be there. You know, like like they didn't expect Rod Woodson to be there when they were drafting uh, that season. I'm going to mess up. I was going to say the year like Brian does, but I know I'd mess it up, so I'm not going to. And, and, And... and you want to set yourself up to that to where you're like, oh my goodness, there's this amazing player. Oh, but we've got to grab our name that position. Right. So that's oh, why I mean, I that's think, I mean yeah. that's how we ended up with Ben Roethlisberger. We weren't yeah. planning on picking a quarterback. Yeah. But there was no way they were going to pass on him. Yeah. But at the same time, if the Steelers make a move for a quarterback, the reason that would not shock me is because what would they be doing? Drafting for 2022's needs, yes, exactly. which is what they did last year. So it wouldn't shock me. But at the same time, that's not what I'm banking on them doing. So there's so it's funny because the draft can play out in so many different ways. So what's what positions do you think the Steelers are going to need to add between now and the draft? What what do you really see that you you think that they're going to have? We're to going to see some in? more movement on uh, the offensive line. Yes, I could see that. You can say what you want. I really wouldn't be surprised if eventually we saw Big Al back in the in the black and gold. How and I talked about that one. He good. said he would yeah. only if it's a really good cheap deal. Correct. Um, good cheap deal. Say Al, do you want to play another year? If you want to play another year, yeah. and you can give us a decent deal so we can continue to do work. We get it. Some folks are bringing up in there inside or outside linebacker. I yes. think it's outside linebacker because they I would really, agree. I think it's outside linebacker. Yeah. Um, could, could very much see that. Um, you know, Thaddeus, Thaddeus is asking, oh, yeah, Hey, that's a great question. Do we bring back Vince Williams? Mm-hmm. Potentially, yes. Well, I mean, no, because he's saying is if they would have cut Nelson first, do they need to cut Vince Williams? Maybe. Vince Williams, I think, was more of a combination of money and what they're wanting to do with the position. Correct. I mean, so 
I wouldn't be. I I love Vinny Vitti Vici. I would right. I would love for him to be back on the Steelers, and would and who knows? Maybe if they would have this would have gone down with Nelson first, he might have still been there. But at the same time, if he was going to be someone they had to cut eventually, you do it now and give him a chance to catch on with the team before the draft. So, um, but that was a really good question. Yeah, so it, it really is. Yeah. Um, Sean throws in another five bucks. He says he did a mock draft. Asante Samuel Jr. was at 24 in this um 24 in the second round. Oh no, no, no he's at 24. And Najee was there. Round, the Najee round. Harris was still there. Oh, dude, I got um I got um Williams out of North Carolina in the third round in one mock draft. It was crazy. I'm oh, like, I that would have been like a dream come true. Because right, I actually exactly. I, I really like him. So but they have other things we need to do. Hard, okay. Here's why things are so difficult right now, okay? Because we're speculating, we're trying to speculate on what the Steelers can do in the draft when we know the Steelers are still going to do some more work in free agency. You're also in all these mock drafts thinking about what other teams are going to draft. Guess what? A lot of those other teams still have things they need to do in free agency first. So everybody's trying to play everything out. That's why it's so hard to figure out exactly how drafts are going to work. Yeah. Exactly. Because there, and that's my point is things are going to change to down the draft. They, they can't go into the draft with this roster, the way it is right now, you are going to see, even if it's minimum deal guys, even if it's, you you know what I'm saying? That's not going to be the big splashy free agent signing. Um, they're going to have to add there, you know, you've got names that outside linebacker you can bring back, you know, not Ola Denny. He went to Tennessee, but you have guys like, if you just need depth bodies to then come to camp and then see if they make the team based off of stuff with the draft and your and your undra and your your undrafted rookie free agents, you've got guys like uh J. Ron Elliott, like Cassius Marsh that you could look yes. to try to bring back if they're not gonna if they're not hopping on with other teams right now. Sure. Those are some of the moves I could see them definitely doing. Um th- um things like that. We are down to only a few minutes left, so we got to ask our big question, and I, and 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 I got it this week. Okay, can I have one quick question for you? And this can be a very sure. quick response. What did you think about what happened with the Steelers at the Georgia Pro Day? Uh, oh, were they were they? Bottom line, for those of you that don't know, the George, you're talking about the wide receiver, correct? Yes, I am. Yes. What it is is because pro days were canceled last year. Teams could go that that aren't under contract with anyone in the NFL could go back to their college and participate in the pro days this year. That's what's going on. So this was a player. He was a wide receiver out of Georgia that he was on the practice squad. Some with, uh, with the Houston Texans this past year, but he did not, he didn't sign a futures contract or anything. Wasn't under contract with anyone. So he was at the Georgia pro day. Talked apparently with Kevin Colbert. Boom. Brought him in for the minimum. I mean, yep. didn't even he's not even the top fifty-one, um, right? Of on salary cap. So I'm like, Correct. love it, love it, love something like that. Take a flyer on something like that. Yep. So okay, now we can get to the question. Okay, Let's go. Um, this is it. This is. I want you all to put it just just list. What is one position? One, one position. Posi- one. One position that the one. Steelers are going to sign a player between now and the draft. One position, and I already put it in the live chat. Rich, what's your one position? Offensive tackle. You think they will sign yet another offensive tackle? My one position is outside linebacker. 
They will okay. they will add an outside linebacker. That was for that sure. was my sec- that was my yeah. second pick. Yep, for for sure. Okay. Uh Robert says center. He thinks I don't know. I wouldn't be shocked no. that they're saying if we had to get by with BJ Finney, I'm not saying it's a good situation, but if the Steelers are saying that's this is what's going to happen if we don't get someone in the draft. Ramon Foster always said Coach Tomlin, he loved him some Finney. He was shocked that he left and didn't yeah. sign with the Steelers last year. So Gyro says running back. Okay. Um, we, we, we've got Robert again, says center. Uh, that's what Blitzberg says. Cree, where'd he go? I lost it. I skipped. Sorry. Here's Cree. Okay. Cree, Cree agrees with me at OLB. Same with Ron. So Ryan. Got OLB. Um, um, Reginald says OLB. Um, Mark says Somebody OT. Agreed. Yep. He agreed with me. Yep. Thank you. Um, another, the other Mark, Mark Tobin says center. Uh, Jessica says running back. I still see if they add running back and in, in free agency, then they won't draft one. But we'll, but so we'll I could see that they could and I could see that they wouldn't. Right. Okay. Steel Dog says tackle. I'm assuming he's going to meet offensive tackle. Yes. Uh, Justin Conway says OLB. Steeler Chick, offensive tackle. Tyler W. Center. Thaddeus. Corner. Corner. And not I like it. Though. I could yes, definitely so do I. see that. And so, Zach so Ryan said it as well. There's corner. Yep. A couple yeah. guys for the corner. Because I mean, they're, I think they're, they're going to add multiple ones, but I'm just saying yep. pick one that you that, that you would do. Okay. Um, Pittsburgh even goes specific to say center from the Ravens. From Kyle the, goes general and says offensive line. Yeah. Okay. Way to give an Uncle Dave answer there, Kyle. Yes, I, I love that. it. Okay. Um, while, while I'm we'll at it, that. so I don't lose it, I'm going to go into okay. a super chat real quick. Real quick. $5 super chat from Kyle Smith. Um, says, in my opinion, they need to get a vet cornerback. Cannot start Lane or a rookie on the outside. And Sutton is best in the slot prediction. Uh, Malcolm Butler, one year, six million. I could see that. I could see they are so high on James Pierre. I could see them doing something with him. I, I, I don't know what their answer is. I don't. I'm, I'm hoping they have one. Because, yeah. like I said, the Nelson thing could have thrown them more for a loop. Than, than anything else so far this offseason. Okay. Uh, Sherry says, you, does that sound good to you, Rich? Yeah, Is that a good answer? It did. I didn't no. even give you a chance to answer it. Okay. No, 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 no. You were nailing it. Okay. So go with it. Okay. Tom says, he tries to do two. I'm only reading the yep. first Linebacker. one. Linebacker. Okay. Um, Pino, cornerback. Okay. Derwin, center. That's a good one. That's a good the one. Carlos the, the Smith Carlo, says yeah. tight end that they could add it, add the tight end there. Steeler fan seventy four was right behind him with tight end. Okay, um, just me says tight end. See, good thinking, good thinking. Yep. Okay, Mister Marcus says says running back. Cam Troy says center. Chad says tight end. Okay, um, what Ron gave us a specific player of Sean James. Um, yeah, Todd says running back. Um, Big Mo says guard. Guard, yeah. Okay. 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 Uh, Stacy says tight end. Clarence says center. Okay. Um, Double H H L O says I have no idea. It's a crapshoot now. Offensive line or OLB equal like. Okay. I, I could actually see them not adding for the off. I could see not offensive line because of the player that they the the tackle they picked up over the weekend. Um, potentially, yeah. Potentially. Okay. Um. I'm, I'm, oh, it skipped on me. Bill, was it Bill and Gina forever says center. Okay. Um, John says inside linebackers. Okay. And I agree with this one right here. The dark storm one says nobody who starts depth stuff only. Yeah. Oh, I, 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 that's what I think. Starts, 
unless it's unless they do go corner. That's one that I could see as a possibility, but otherwise, I think you're talking depth with a lot or center. Center could they could pick up a starter if they Maybe. could. Uh, Sean says defensive tackle. Uh, Ron goes specific with center. Austin Blight. That is that is who is who is on the on the way? Is that Michael Beck's guy that he wants me to pick up now? Someone says uh, that. I don't remember. Eric says oh, Jordan Angerfield. I specific. I don't know with the sign with the Killebrew signing if that's going to be the case or not. Like we'll I said, see. we've got Killebrew Vertex Steelers Vertex coming tomorrow. Uh, Pedro says tight end. Um, Reginald says would lose the comp pick. Not necessarily. Not if you're signing one of your own guys. Not if you're signing at the league minimum. Um, but he might be specifically addressing one of the other one of the other comments. I'm not sure. Okay. Um. Um, Capo, I guess, um, says running back. Kathy says offensive line. Um, five dollars in the tip jar from Clinton Williams. Five, you know, five bucks. Thank you. Says first time catching a live show. Second generation Steelers fan from Mississippi. I think we may sign a veteran running back. I could see. Okay, it. good, good choice yeah. there. I could see it. And yeah. Clinton, welcome, welcome to coming in, catching a live show. They're fun. Um, I hope you. Realize these things can be a lot of fun. Yep. So, um, I, I I like. Um, okay, you get that one. I got it. One okay. I want to bring up. How do I say? Is so, that I never ender? Never, never ender. ender. Thank you. He thinks possibly okay. outside linebacker. I agree. Yeah. All right, you got uh, another. Like, well, awesome stuff. Jesse James. James. I'm fine. You know why? Because all he does is catch that ball. He, he catches so, the ball. He catches touchdowns so, to beat the Patriots. Yeah, that's okay. right. Stupid Al River run. Okay. <laughs> um, Thaddeus says we lost a comp pick when we re-signed Juju. That's not the case. It's it's not that you lost it. It's that you had one you might have possibly gained. Um, you and can't bank on it. them until you – like I kept trying to tell Michael Beck, oh, all the comp picks. I'm like, they have no comp picks before March 15th because nobody's Correct. left. Don't bank on the comp picks until the players sign. Correct. Again. That's just me. Okay. Yep. So, hey – Lots of, wrap lot, yep, lots of great time and really enjoy talking with Kyle. I hope you enjoyed listening to Kyle. Hope everyone enjoyed that as a little bit of a, of a different show. Glad I still got to come back and spend time with my big brother. Um, man, I got the best of both worlds today. Um, people probably would rather just listen to you and Kyle and had me take off. So, but uh, make sure you're checking out. Mm. All the, <laughs> well, when you guys were sharing yeah. a computer, that didn't work. Uh, um, we make, don't have to share a computer. Yeah. Well, we've got, got more members in this house. So, um, <laughs> stop it. Um, make sure show. you're checking out all the podcasts. Make sure you're going to behindthesteelcurtain.com, your one stop shop for all the Pittsburgh Steelers. You mentioned uh, Kevin's article today about running back. I yeah. had the whole I had the article that, that explained why it wasn't Juju or Nelson. Was um, another funny, good article. Yeah, we had we had other stuff in there. I've got salary cap up. To, I mean, I had one on today, but don't worry about it because I'll be a new one tomorrow. Um, uh, we got the the vertex on on Miles Killebrew coming tomorrow from Jeffrey and I. Always got lots of good content coming there, and uh, of course we'll keep coming at you. We'll let you know when the when the signings happen. We'll continue to break it down between now and the draft. Looking forward to the draft even more now as this team takes shape, and uh, hopefully you don't have meeting next week. We'll be here the whole time, and uh, see you next Tuesday. Can't wait.